Welcome to Victorious Living. The tongue can be representative of life. It can be a representative of death, of peace, of doubt, of unbelief, of sickness, of lack, of bitterness, of lies or half-truths, of exaggerations, of flattery, of excessive talking. All of that can be stored up here in the mind. And guess what's going to happen? It'll connect to our tongue. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan is sharing with us a message he's entitled, The Healing of Our Tongue. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the healing of our tongue. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment what I should say and what I should speak. Now, what did Jesus say? Did Jesus, what did he say? He said, I got a commandment from the Father to tell you something. He said, what, what, I, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that this commandment is life everlasting. He didn't tell you to talk death. He said, let's talk life. That don't mean you're not going to depart physically sometime, but this physical part's not you. If you didn't have this physical part, you couldn't even operate here on the earth. So you don't want to, you know, you, you want to be sure you're looking at it. Now I know probably some today are arguing in your mind right now. Did you ever sit in church, a preacher's preaching, and you arguing with the preacher while he's preaching, but it's all going on up here. All right. Okay. All right. I know how I felt when I first heard this. <laughs> Verse 50. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So Jesus is teaching them a lesson and I don't know if they received it or not, but now we're receiving it from the word, you know, been receiving it for a long time. And sometimes we hear it and don't even receive it. He goes, Pew. all right, let's go a little further. Notice that Jesus, is, I, got to, I got to do this before I go further. Everybody say, with well, pastor, I love you. All right, everybody, did everybody say it? Now, notice that Jesus' words are in harmony with God's word. Amen. Notice this, that Jesus' speech was in harmony with God's word. Notice this, Jesus' actions were in harmony with God told him how to act. Jesus' speech was in harmony with the will of God. You know, what makes, uh, you know what makes it difficult to do the will of God? You've got an adversary trying to beat the fire out of your mind. Amen. And beat your mind up, you know. Get your eyes on something or somebody else or whatever. The, the devil is an adversary. 
and uh, his speech is harmful. And so Proverbs 18, 21, and probably many of you can quote this, but we're going to read it. Death and life. Now, let, let, me, let me clarify something here. He's not just talking about physical death. You can die physically, and you're going to, if the rapture doesn't occur, we'll die physically, but we won't die. But he said, death and life are in the power, the authority of your speech, of the tongue. Death and life are in the power and the authority of your tongue and your tongue will talk what's in there. Amen. It'll just do it. You know, I, I can put on an act before you. I can make you think I'm real spiritual, but yet walk out of this room today and talk like, and, and, and talk the devil's talk. Right. So death and life are in the power of the tongue. Why? Because from what's stored in here, what I believe in here, I will reveal that through my speech. For from the abundance of the heart, whether it's fear, whether it's doubt, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's hatred, whether it's whatever, 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 if it's in there, it's going to come out from the abundance of the heart. Okay, back to Proverbs 18, 21. Now, this may not help you today, but I'll guarantee you, as you travel life's road, you're going to have to have some of this stuff to be a winner. Because the time will come that man can't help you. There'll come a time that man can't heal you. Doctors can't give you prescription that'll heal you. You're going to need it, folks. Amen. And we're talking about great revival. Listen, let's get our talk and our conversation going in that direction. So he said, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love what's in there, they that are delighted with what's in here. And, and I say this because in, our, in the teaching of years past, centuries past, decades past, we were taught or we heard taught that sickness and disease was something that we were to talk about and share with one another and cry over it and all of those things thinking we were humble when we really were ignorant of God's word. Really, because God did not teach us to speak about death because he don't have any. He taught us to speak about his life. His life, words of life. Death, the state of death, whether, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, however it is, life and death are in the power of the tongue. How we speak, how we talk. And so if you're talking wrong, get it right. Amen. Don't get it. Don't don't get uh, offended at the word. You know, on one occasion Jesus said, "What did I say that offended you?" So people get offended sometimes when they hear the plain teaching of the word. They they argue with it in their mind. 
they get offended in their mind. And then they start saying, well, who do he think he is or who does she think she is? Are y'all still here? I promise I won't preach on this next Sunday. All right. So life and death are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Amen. Praise God. So the tongue or, spe or speech, tongue representing speech, is the representative of what is in our heart or what is in our mind. Our speech becomes an ambassador for what's in there. The tongue can be representative of life. It can be a representative of death, of peace, of doubt, of unbelief, of sickness, of lack, of bitterness, of lies or half-truths, of exaggerations, of flattery, of excessive talking. All of that can be stored up here in the mind. And guess what's going to happen? It'll connect to our tongue. What we believe and what we store on the inside connects to our tongue, to our speech, and we begin to talk it. Now, let's go a little bit further here. Let's go over to the book of James. Everybody okay? Amen. Amen. I'm not trying to beat anybody up. I'm just trying to get us to see some things that perhaps maybe we need to correct. Okay, James chapter three, verses eight through 10. But the tongue, here we go. But the tongue, but the words and the speech can no man tame can no man control by human effort alone. The tongue is an unruly, which is the word for constant. It is a constant, unstable, evil there being unstable. It is a constant, unstable, and the words or speech are full of deadly poison, and the word deadly means harmful like venom. That's stout, folks. Amen. That's really strong. That is really strong. Sometimes, you know, you have to say, gulp, you know. But the tongue, the words and speech can no man tame are controlled by human effort alone. It is an unruly, constant evil or unstable, full of deadly or full of harmful things like venom or poison. Therefore, therewith, our speech and our words bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men. You know what you're doing when you curse? You're not using four-letter words. You're using critical words, words of dislike, words of not, you, I can't stand them. That's wrong, people. That's wrong. You know why you're saying it? Because you put it in there. You put it in there. You stored it in there. And from the abundance of your heart, it's going to come out there. There's a lot of things, you know, we don't agree with. But you do not have to use deadly words like venom against them. Do we need to take a praise break or what do we need to do? Lord, help me. 
Amen. And so verse nine of James three, therewith our speech and our words, bless we God, or we bless God, even the Father. And with the same tongue, language, words, we curse men, which are made after the similitude or similitude of God. Whether they're saved or unsaved, they were created after the symbol, similitude of God. That don't mean that everybody's saved or everybody's Christian, but it means for you to keep your mouth shut. about them. I picked up eight that time. Eight, eight amens I picked up that time. You say, why are you talking about all this? Because it keeps your faith grounded. It's like an airplane. If you don't turn on the engines, you're gonna stay on the runway. You ain't gonna get up in the air. With the wrong speech, we're grounded. We can't get up into that realm of health, healing, holiness, miracles, and, and provisions that God has for us people and the blessing that God holds for our life. We're grounded by our speech, by what we're saying. It's our hope that today's message, The Healing of Our Tongue, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of today's message, please request offer number six. Today's offer number is six. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.